everybody. Welcome back to Meme Mentality. Um, today, I feel like my brain is uh, all over the place. And I don't really have a plan for what I want to talk about. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about work. Um, I know I had said before that I thought I would talk about the time I wanted to buy a house and got kind of obsessed about it. And obviously that didn't end in a happy ending. But um I think I kind of want to talk about work and uh, work security and uh, kind of amidst the pandemic, especially. Um, So I work in the uh, manufacturing uh, field, I guess you could say it's like warehouse type setting. And I've been in two different uh, manufacturing warehouses, um, and the first of which was a place where I knew was kind of notorious for laying people off, especially, uh, new hires because they go by seniority. So, um, when I got laid off from them, it was in October of 2019, I believe, yeah, it was October of 2019, I got laid off from this place, and then I was not working for uh, two months, got hired at another manufacturing facility in December of 2019, and uh, during that time, I had to withdraw 403B to just make ends meet, uh, Unemployment insurance or unemployment benefits or whatever you want to call it. She's over there playing with a puffball. I'm sorry. Um, whatever you want to call it, it was not enough to pay the bills. I don't know how they think anybody can pay their bills on uh, what they currently want to give people for unemployment. Um, so, and this is before um, everything hit the fan and their, the extra unemployment boost. This is just your your normal state unemployment benefits. So I knew that I couldn't. Um, you get it? Did you catch it? You got the puffball. <laughs> uh, I knew that I uh, I couldn't just get uh, unemployment and be okay. So I remember being really stressed out about that. But thankfully, right before um, things were about to start getting really scary, especially. Before I got my 403B money, it was scary, but then, you know, I thought, when this runs out, I got a real problem. So, um, I did set some money aside. Um, I had a plan for that. I wanted to have a plan for that. Um, It was kind of an emergency fund, and then also kind of, um, I had planned to buy some concert tickets, and yeah. So, that's kind of how that worked, and then... When I got hired um, at the new place in December, I was like, oh, good. Things are finally starting to look up. And uh, so, yeah. And then, and then March rolled around, and we got laid off. So October, November, December, then I, I was unemployed for two months then. So from December, January, March, three more months later after that. So really in the span of like five months I was laid off twice, and that's, that's really scary, so I live alone, and I have a lot of bills to pay, and when you're the only person providing for yourself, and you don't have other people that you, uh, 
live with that you can get uh, financial assistance from or, um, you know, if going back home really isn't an option. Uh, it, it's just it's just tough and it's scary. And uh, it was uh, one of the toughest things. Um, being laid off again really hurt. Um, but this time around, I was really, really grateful because we did get that unemployment boost, but I didn't know that when I chose to take unemployment because I didn't have an option. I did not have an option for, uh, taking unemployment or withdrawing some sort of other account like that really wasn't an option. So I, uh, I took the unemployment and I just said, I'm going to have to be stupid careful. And, um, I've already saved up enough from this previous month or March. So I know I have April's bills covered, but after that, I'm just going to have to be super, super careful. And I might have to ask for a little bit of money here and there from a family member if I can to try to make sure I don't lose my apartment. And, uh, but th thankfully we ended up getting that, uh, $600 boost on top of, um, I was able to get the maximum, uh, amount for unemployment in my state. So, um, I don't really want to disclose how much money that was, but it was, um, uh, basically, uh, nearly double my normal paycheck at work. So, I was making a lot more money and then my student loan got uh, deferred or put in forbearance and I didn't ask for them to do that it just happened automatically and um, I don't have to owe those back until like October and it's not gonna like pile it on so when October rolls around it's just gonna act like a, a normal month and it's just extending my loan out six months which is okay because that extra money I've been able to try to save or put towards other things. Um, so that was extremely stressful. Um, so kind of going back to like job security, uh, I, I'm doing everything in my power to try to keep this job because it is such a good job. It pays, pays decently for starting pay and then it pays very well uh for hi you're just having a party today yeah this is this is mako playtime hours i guess um it paid extremely well and uh but i have to be there for three years to get the top pay and until then you're you're basically making exactly the same for three years which is kind of rough, but once you get to that threshold, you get to that three years, it's good money. And it's not like the work gets any more difficult after three years. You're still doing the same job. You're just getting paid way more to do it. And uh, so I'm trying really hard to stay at that job, but I'm a little anxious and nervous about it because um, I feel like I've already been kind of done dirty by this job already once where I got written up for uh, something that happened when I was still training. That shouldn't have happened. Being written up while your trainer does not get written up and you are still in training is not fair. They are there to make sure that there are no issues with what you are doing. That's what your purpose is when you're training. 
So I was very upset with that, um, that they uh, did that to me. And um, that makes it even more nerve-wracking so that if I, now I'm on night shift and if there was an issue, nobody on the night shift is uh, really, like, experienced. There's one girl and she's in another department and I hate having to go all the way over there and bug her to come look at something that I'm doing. But um, I remember the second night I had a really tough time with a piece that I was working on and I went and got her um, and asked for her opinion and she was kind of like laughing at me like I've sent things far worse than this and you're it's fine and blah 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 and my other coworker was like it's fine and uh, so I ended up letting it go but then I was really beat up about it because it didn't feel right in my brain but my brain lies to me all the time so uh, I didn't know if I could really trust what my brain was telling me or but, um, so I think it's, it's okay here in a couple weeks, I guess I'd know if there was a problem with it, but that's kind of got me, uh, a little bit nervous and, uh, yeah, I feel like this podcast has kind of been a jumbled mess, but, uh, I feel like that's kind of how my brain is right now, just a jumbled mess, so, I am not going to make any promises about what the next podcast is going to be about, but I hope you stick around and uh, are interested in seeing what it is, and I hope you have a good day or good night wherever you are, and uh, I'll see you guys, I'll talk to you guys next time.